get this we just, party uh, started. <laughs> Let's get this party started. Hey, man, it's nice to uh, nice to be here at the incredibly early bird time of 425 in the PM. Yeah, we might get uh, done before uh, 11. We, we might get <laughs> done before 11. <laughs> I'm so tired when I finish these damn podcasts, dude. Yeah, fair enough. I'm destroyed too. after. <laughs> and then you got to get home, right? Yeah. Dude, yeah, yeah. trust me. I, I I became aware of that uh, the other. There you the go. Times. <laughs> like last time, I was like, "No, nah, man, I just can't do it." I I'm used take to an it. Uber. I'm used know? to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, you know, me too. I took an Uber a couple times, right? Mm-hmm. Like, but uh, that was more time based, right? That was more time based. <laughs> you yeah. Couldn't catch a bus. Or yeah, yeah, no, that was more time based. It's tough, man. Yeah, yeah, and it's like I'm. I mean, well, like today, I'm what I would call myself late. Like I would have, if everything went the way I wanted it to, I would have been here at two. Yeah, um, that would have been perfect. But been. then at the same time, it's like, well, that's your entire Saturday, right? And it's like, I mean, more or less. Well, no, it'd be that's fine. Yeah, no, 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 it's uh, two o'clock. No, but I just mean like, um, oh, that's yeah, a lot yeah, of yeah. That, well, that's you like to get a, home after. Or, well, it's like that's a full day of my two weekend days. Oh yeah, you yeah, know yeah. what I mean. I hear you. And I it's like you. it's great. Like it's it's like the the process itself is highly enjoyable. Mm-hmm. But then it's like. I do also I do that? used yeah. a lot of my weekend, you know, so yeah, it's like, totally. it's hard to balance, you know, like Absolutely. all the other shit you want to do on the weekend too. All that stuff piling up during your work day, your work week when you're like, I would really love to do this this weekend. Mm-hmm. You know, it's tough. It's tough to make regular engagements like this, you know, yep. but it is very rewarding. So, you know, yeah. whatever. Um, that's so, the great the, debate of podcasting. What number are we at today? 38, 9, 40? 38. 38. All right. <clears throat> Let me double check. I do feel some, uh, on some level, beholden to the listeners to continue the not knowing what episode. Mm -hmm. Yeah, number 38. Anyways, uh, Teague, welcome back to the studio. Thank Um, you. Wait, should I welcome... That doesn't even make sense. You should be welcoming me to the studio, right? Because it's like I'm welcoming you to your house. No, 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 no. Not at all. (laughs) Not at all. Your presence has transformed this into the studio. (laughs) Wow. So it was my house prior to your arrival, but after you set up, (laughs) it's become the studio. That's amazing. (laughs) (laughs) I actually like that a lot more than how I was thinking of it in my head. (laughs) Feels like super special and like we're, I don't know, on the holodeck or something. Hey, yeah, there you go. There you go. (laughs) Just punching the thingy on the, man, my therapist the other day, this is getting a little off topic fast. (laughs) (laughs) But my my therapist. We didn't even introduce the number yet. (laughs) We didn't, we didn't, we didn't. (laughs) Just a little intro, a little intro. My therapist the other day uh, revealed that he was a huge uh, Star Wars and and Star Trek fan while we were having a therapy session. I just thought that was hilarious. Yeah, yeah. Is that not good? Why is that not good? It's not good because you guys will just like shoot the shit and not actually... Oh, it was... (laughs) Let me tell you. You'll be getting charged to have a conversation about (laughs) fandom. Um, There's there's not many things I'm good at in life, but conversationalism, I think, is one of them. (laughs) And man, it was so hard to resist. Well, dude, yeah. (laughs) You absolutely cannot... You know, unless you want to pay for that shit, but um, yeah, 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 no, he's a, he's a really nice guy though, yeah. right? and part of the uh, reason why it works, I think, is because I trust him, and part of the reason why I trust him is because of these types of things. Yeah, 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 you and know, you like, can use analogies from this shit in describing stuff, you know. Yeah, well, I mean, that's just exactly like Sarlacc's pit, you know. <laughs> <laughs> that's particularly egregious. No, he was just uh, he was like, what was the what was the example? It was actually a really nice therapy session. Um, he was using the example of. Yeah, because I was talking a lot about how, um, what's that Esther Perel podcast? Welcome to Therapy, Therapy Talk with uh, Tegan, Tegan Josh. Uh, he was using the example of how I was talking about how, you know, recently I felt like I didn't have like a safe place anymore because of like a bunch of stuff going on in my life. Like my, the, the previous thing that I had created as, as a safe, safe space was been kind of taken away. 
Uh, and some of this was due to, like, COVID and stuff. Like, we were going way back a little bit. Like, I was talking about a general feeling of, like, just the things that I that I, that I I give me comfort being, like, ripped away from me, mm -hmm. you know? And then, in, then it was also in terms of, like, more recent things in my life uh, that have been going on that I won't get into. But they've all contributed to, like, this feeling of, like, a lot of being trapped and, like, I don't have, like, a like a safe space like I used to, you know? Like, whatever thing it is that I do that I love that, like, keeps me sort of, like, balanced, you know? Mm -hmm. This is part of uh, a part of us. It's a different kind of safe space, but it's like in the sense that it's a. Uh, uh, and by I, people can't see this. The, the, by this, I mean like the podcast sort of room or whatever. Right, you know? right. It's like a different kind of safe space. But like what I was talking about with him was mostly like somewhere where I'm like alone, where like nobody talks to me, mm. where like I can recharge. You know, I'm actually I think secretly really introverted, even though I look a little extroverted on the outside. I think. Um, so yeah, sometimes I really, really need to just be completely quiet and alone and yeah. like can't talk to anybody. So the, the vast majority, the, the biggest reason why I actually don't play, I love talking about playing online games, but I don't do many of them much at all. You know, like as you've seen, mm -hmm. like since, you know, like I've played more online games with you than I have ever. Uh, and even than I have with like certain other people in my life because, and, and, and that way more is like barely a thing. Yeah. It's you know like, what I mean? Fuck, what, what was that? Like a handful of times in total? It's like once a month maybe, you know? Like, yeah. Well, I mean, no, it, it goes pretty far back though because I do remember playing a couple of rounds of Monster Hunter with you at one that's point. That's true. Right? Yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, you were like, oh yeah, it's online. I like, well, I own it. Uh, let's try this out. Yeah. And, um, yeah, that was like, again, one round or something, yeah. you know? And, uh, yeah, but uh, aliens we did quite yep. a bit of. Yeah, aliens we did quite a bit. Well, it's like well, part of that thing too is that like it's um a bit of it is like uh, anxiety, right? Like mm -hmm. is a like a bit of social anxiety and like or 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 feelings of like you know you just get lazy and you don't want to experiment anymore. It's like part of it's that like it's more like my thing is like my usual thing is like playing a single player game by myself. Mm -hmm. So like playing something with someone where I have to like engage with them socially is like something that's like outside of my routine. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. You know, a lot of it's just that, too, is that, like, you know, when you're relaxing, you always want to go to your routine. You never want to experiment with stuff, right? Like, I mean, usually not when you're in that sort of mode, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, or maybe some people do, I don't know. But uh, I don't, right? Yeah, so, fair enough. Like, when, with, like, Aliens Fire Team, I was really trying to, like, push myself outside of my comfort zone a bit, and, like, and it was really fun. Like, I had, yeah, yeah, I had a blast. And, like, you can see with that Monster Hunter, like, I think it was pretty clear that I enjoyed myself. It's just not something that I end up craving to do a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. For whatever reason. That was the yeah. only time I played that game again. Like, I never picked it up again. <laughs> I was like, oh, nobody play with it? No problem. Did yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, totally. But um, why was I talking about this? Uh, Good session. Because of the fact that I mostly like to play, I'm, I, I'm mostly introverted and I don't play with others because I just need to have, like, yeah, that, like, video games is, like, part of my, say, like, sort of, sort of safe space where I'm, like, quiet with myself, mm -hmm. you know? And yeah, my therapist was described. We'll, we'll maybe just cut this entire thing. I don't know. It's probably super boring. Uh, my therapist was uh, was trying to help me to understand. He's like, okay, well, if these things got ripped away, from, like if this if this safe space got ripped away from you, you know, can you make something different that can in some way reflect that safe space? Hmm. You know, and I was like, yeah, I, I was like thinking about it, and he was like trying to bring stuff out of me, and I was like, yeah, I maybe could, you know, and like so that was sort of like my that's like my homework mm -hmm. for the for the for the okay. the month or whatever, you know, is like he was like so try and this is what I want you to try and do. I want you to try and make that safe space in something else. If you can, and whatever that thing is, try to do that every day if you can. You know, mm -hmm. like, and he's like, even if it's just fifteen minutes, like, just just do something. You yeah, know? yeah, like, yeah. if it's just like a walk outside, you know, it's like, yeah, it's not the same thing. You know, it's not what you wanted, but like, try and create some safe space and stick and maintain that. You know, mm -hmm. like, do that every day. 
And I was like, <laughs> so to come back to the Star Wars and Star Trek, he described it as the holodeck. He's like, reconfigure your holodeck <laughs> and make it something else. And I'm like, is that a Star Trek reference? And he's like, yeah, it's a Star Trek reference. So I was like, you watch Star Trek? And he's like, Star Wars too. <laughs> I was like, oh man, this is amazing. But anyway, so my therapist is a lot cooler than I thought he was. Yeah, all, yeah, all that to say. That's hilarious. He's a very enigmatic and uh, hilarious figure. So yeah, welcome back to Noob Talk Radio. <laughs> this is uh, episode 38. Uh, and um, yeah, I mean, I'm here. I'm happy. Teak, how are you? It's good. I'm fantastic. Man. We don't have any, we don't have any, any, like, I, there was like, a, I wish there was a script I could read, but like, mm. we don't have an intro. You yeah, know? no, like, we should absolutely. We do. should totally have an intro. Why the fuck don't You know, we? I was also thinking about the idea of like, wouldn't it be great if we had some fancy catch line, like, like maybe we could do a super lame, like, Anchorman interpretation and be like... You stay frosty. You, you stay frosty, Nuggets. <laughs> something like that, you know. You stay human, Dying Light. There you go. I don't know. I mean, we should have something. We should come up with something. But as it stands, yeah, we, have, we there's there's no official intro. No intro. Yeah, it's basically just we just leap into it. Yeah. 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 We'll, work, yeah. we'll work on that. Every now and then, I'd like to. I, I'm tempted to insert uh, to just leave in a silence of like 20 seconds too, hmm. and see if people think the podcast is uh, broken or <laughs> makes them uncomfortable. So you want to just fuck with people? Like, Basically, that, that's yeah. Ba- yeah okay. <laughs> I see. I see. <laughs> you cool. never get those urges. I, you know, I, uh, dude. I play. I only play online games, and I basically only fuck with people. So yeah, I get those urges. You gotta see my messages, man. <laughs> I, would, I would love to see some messages. The that's hate, that's yeah. something we could do for like a special episode every now and then. Is like you know, like I wanted some. I want something like Father Christmas, like Papa Teague or something reads the reads the hate mail. You know, it's like some segment like that. Like the that Red would Dead be hate mail, that yeah. would be totally awesome. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't been playing for ages though, but I I deleted all the the groups. Most of the groups I've been in, like I never used to do it. Just a cleaning house. Just so yeah, I, I saw it pop up on my screen. So and so's left a shit ton of groups, and I was like, oh fuck, I may as well do the same thing. So I did, and then I almost left these groups of these mess. Like I'm like, I don't know who the hell this is. Oh yeah, <laughs> all hate mail from random folk, you know. And there's so much. Um, there's so much. It's amazing. It's genius. Your hate mail. Some of the yeah. responses too have been like fantastic you know like um i don't know i've had some really i, I don't mean to you know uh, stroke your ego or anything but I, I gotta be honest there were some pretty clever uh pretty witty retorts i don't know i've had fun <laughs> with it and people take video games too seriously in my mind so they do they do i mean i don't know anyway uh, i do get the urge um <laughs> to, to mess with people yeah um, yeah the um what do they call that the struggle is real yeah, <laughs> That is a zinger of a tea. Oh, yeah? <laughs> tis, tis truly the zingiest of the oh, raspberry zingers. So moving on to what we've been playing, uh, I've got myself down for Diablo 2, because that is pretty much all I've been playing. Okay. Um, and I guess this kind of concerns both of us, but um, I don't really have too much more to say. It's still my game of choice. I mean, I'm starting to get a little bit... So I played with you for the first time. Um, second? Oh, yeah, second. Oh, third even. Maybe. Yeah. I think we tried first once here. First hardcore character. Yeah, first hardcore character, yeah. Well, maybe I should just let you talk about... I guess for my portion, of what I can say is I still love the game. I mean, I'm experiencing with... I, I experience, I'm experimenting with different classes and different like skill combinations, seeing what the game has to offer, trying different builds. Like, I've been doing a Barbarian for the while. Just started a Paladin with, uh, with you. Um, and Paladin is surprisingly neat also. I'm kind of getting to the point where it's like... 
I still really love Diablo 2, and I really, really, really want to keep playing it, particularly after trying hardcore with you with your uh, Necromancer, the Necromancer-Paladin combo, both thematically... I love it. And it's super awesome. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah, it's like it works thematically. I think both the ability skill sets are pretty cool. Um, so I'm really loving the game, and I want to play more of it. And the problem now is that, like... So now this has become more of a what I want to be to have been playing segment. Mm, okay. Because the problem is that like stuff is shit's coming and going now that like I actually really want to play. Like Loop Hero finally released, like I think it was like two days ago or something. Like that I had my pre order. Yeah. That you came played out. It yet? No, I haven't tried it. Um Death's Door came out, right, when we were talking about it last time. Uh, I bought that. I would also really like to play that. And I might do an interview with Louisa at some point in time about this, but the nephews were... So Louisa's been playing a ton, a shit ton of Spearfarer. Uh, she just finished it last night. Do you have any idea what that is? No. Spearfarer is a game that... I'm going to show you a really quick trailer because the best way to explain it... <laughs> yeah, no, it actually... It does look good, though, right? Like, like no, you it's not your no, style, but... No, it doesn't no? look good, no. I think it's it's really, really nice. I um, mean, okay, it does look kind of cool. Uh, parts of it are kind of neat. I, I mean, it's its own thing, and it's just not my thing. So yeah, yeah. I'm just talking shit for the sake of talking shit. But it's a style. It's a style, right? like and it's got it, a style. And it probably does it quite well, right? Yeah. Uh, the cool thing about this game, too, is that um, you can play two-player cooperative... And one person plays the cat, and one person plays... Like, the cat is always wandering around with you. Hmm. And if you pick up a second person, they control the cat, um, which I think is kind of a, hmm. a really nice way to handle handle two-player. Um, but basically, yeah, so I mean, Spiritfarer... I don't know, I might do an interview with her about it. I'm not yeah. sure. But the game's really cool. I've been watching... I watched the nephews play it together co-op. I watched her play it a ton. She just finished it last night. It's a game that I had previously dismissed as, like, I think people are saying this is too, this is better than it is. You know, like, it got a lot of buzz when it came out, and I was like, mm. Maybe it was not. Like, yeah, it was a game about life and death, and, like, it seemed, like, very... Like, one of those games that, like, you know, it's talking about real-life issues, and I kind of got the impression that, like, people were giving it too high of a score just because it was, like, talking about that stuff. Okay. Rather than being a good game. But after actually seeing her play it, I'm like, okay, no, it looks it looks actually really cool. Um, it's kind of not my style, too. It's like, a, this is a resource management game mm -hmm. where you're, like, trying to make people happy, basically. Like, it's kind of like Stardew Valley, a little bit. Like, a toned-down version. Okay. Uh, and you're, you're building people houses on, their, on your boat to try and make them good houses, give them <clears> stuff <throat> they like. The whole idea is you're a, you're a person who is um, helping spirits uh, travel from, like, purgatory to, like, the life beyond. They're like passing from death, and they're but they're stuck in like this in the spirit fair zone, and they they stay there until they're ready to move on. So, so you're making them ready. You're helping them get ready to move on. Okay. Uh, and it's like it's like a game about life and death. It's really neat, actually. It's it's actually a Montreal game. Uh, it's Thunder Lotus Games. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, they also made uh, if it's titles that anybody knows, I've heard of these. They made Yotun and Sundered, which are two other indie games on the store that I've okay. definitely seen before. It's interesting because it's very personal too. Like like they used all the. Like all the characters in the game are actually uh, people in the lives of the guys who created this game, who have who, who are deceased, mm. and, and it's about and like like they're the characters in the game, but like represented in like animal form and you know. Okay. Um, yeah, no, it's it's pretty fascinating. It's a it's a really it's rare that we get games that have such a hard take on like life and death, and uh, in the in in sort of it's a fictional, but it's like it's definitely telling a story that's related to reality kind of thing. Mm. And uh, I thought it was pretty fascinating. Neat. Yeah. Yeah. Neat. But um, it's weird and different. I just wanted to give that a quick mention. Yeah, I mean, that's it for me. You know, why don't you... Oh, I've only messed... Well, we did our Diablo session once there, and uh, that uh, was cool. First hardcore experience. Very neat. 
different. different. I like the Necro a lot more than I like the uh, Barbarian. I can see some enjoyment from it. Um, okay. Still not a huge fan of the game. And I haven't played it alone. I won't. But um, I will play more if you play. Okay. So, yeah, great game. Interesting. Yeah. I was really surprised that you were... To me, you seemed to be really enjoying it when we were playing together. Yeah, no, I'm super down to yeah. play. Anytime you want to play, okay. I will play. Cool. Um, but, uh, yeah, I'll never play it on my own. Okay. Uh, and Jazz, I don't think she'll pick it up again. She's, yeah. Uh, she's pretty turned off from it. Do you have any idea what made you less turned off? Like, because you were pretty... Well, changing classes and uh, okay. and just, you know, kind of I've given up on it. I was okay. like, I'm not looking for... I'm not trying to see if it's a good game. I've I've taken it as, like, this is a piece of shit that I hate. Um, okay. So any fun I have with it, I'm like, well, it's not so bad. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. It's looking at it from a different angle. Yeah. Um, and I was too critical on it early on because it was expensive. But yeah, I don't know. I was pretty harsh on it. But uh, I think it deserved some... I think it deserved a little harsher treatment than it got, honestly. I, uh, I'm i not sure. Yeah. But anyway. I, I don't know what the general sentiment was, but like, because I saw stuff on either side. Mm-hmm. Like, the, definitely, I saw some articles being like, you know, this is really... Uh, really shitty. Like, like, the server issues are not good, and like, uh, the fact there's bugs is not good, you know. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, the frame rate. Yeah, the frame rate to, to me still seems fine, but you feel like it's... it's, it's uh, it was... I feel like it was worse at launch. Um, and I mean, it probably still does have dips, but I don't know. Uh... When we were playing the other day, it really, I don't know. And the Did it feel with, better? The, oh, we it, yeah, 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 it definitely did. Yeah, maybe they patched it out. I don't know. Yeah. So the only yeah, other yeah. thing I've been playing is GTA <laughs> Online. Absolute trash game. Piece of shit. But um, <laughs> fun with friends. What do you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. But a buggy mess. Absolute mess. For nine years? Eight-year-old game? But not in the GTA, the Trilogy Definitive Edition sense. Oh, I don't know. You know, just normal broken game sense, right? Like I don't know. I, I never you know, played the, the trilogy, <laughs> but uh, I can't imagine it being much better. Um, no, no, it's it is for sure, and it's got its moments, a hundred percent. But um, it's got so many issues that Rockstar doesn't care about. I don't know. I've seen a lot of people talking shit about it, and I have to agree with them on like everything they say. Yeah, <laughs> they're I... completely right. Um, I've been playing it with some friends. It's fun. With some friends, but as I said before, so is throwing cards into a hat, you know, totally. like, uh, yeah, yeah. So that's it, that's all I've been playing, and we'll see how long that goes on for. Yeah, and I mean, once something new comes out and people start playing it, I'm sure mm-hmm. it was all out of boredom, you know, like just people that played other you know, games for sure, with, for sure. we were looking for something. What do you think? What do you think is going to be your next thing? Think it's going to be something new or people returning to something old? New, something new, yeah. yeah. I, I'm, I'm thinking new, um. Although I've almost convinced Does this somebody... Icarus game do anything for you? Have you seen stuff about that? No. Some sort of survival game by the makers of DayZ, I think. Yeah, no, it doesn't... Yeah. Uh, I, I have seen it, but no, okay. it doesn't uh, doesn't interest me, really. I thought it looked so-so. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. That, that zombie game, maybe? The new... The new if day, I get a PS5. Before? Yeah. Maybe. I mean, it's a while away, but... Yeah. That style, was that was that? Dying Light like... 2. Oh, yeah. Pretty exciting. Oh, that's... Yeah, that's a good... Uh... It's coming around, right? Yeah. Yeah, and, uh... yeah like Dying Light 2 is like... I think currently I feel more like playing Back for Blood. I, I don't have either of them, right? Like I don't really have any intention to get. You feel like playing Back for Blood more <clears throat> than Dying Light. More than Dying Light at the moment, but Dying Light I'm really, really, really curious about. Mm-hmm. That's, the, right. that's the best I can say. You know, it's like I'm really keeping my eye on it. Yeah. I don't know if it's going to be for me, but um, I think mostly just because I I really got Dying Light one fatigue. Okay. Yeah. Like I played it and I just I got, I got fatigued. Yeah. Uh, fair enough. Yeah, but I didn't play that much of it though. No. Yeah, yeah, true. I didn't even realize it was co-op. 
until like I put it down. Yeah. And then a buddy was like, oh yeah, let's play some Dying Light. What? <laughs> you can play this with a friend? <laughs> <laughs> I think the new the new Dying Light 2 is going to be mostly about how is the gameplay. Mm-hmm. You know, like if the gameplay looks really, really good, then that could, could, could sway me. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just really, I love that company. I think they're amazing, but I still think they do some of the worst dialogue and like mm. they, they, do, they do some of the worst design of everything that's not pure gameplay mm. their pure gameplay is amazing you yeah. know like yeah, yeah. they're so good at it but the other stuff is so bad mm. <laughs> you know and it's like they're a real tough one because it's like they seesaw almost perfectly in my head you know yeah I think that's probably like well actually no I was, I was going to talk some more shit about Rockstar but um, <laughs> it's only their online stuff their single yeah. player stuff uh, their games are like GTA Immaculate. 5 was a masterpiece. Uh, Red Dead was a masterpiece. GTA the Trilo- Trilogy Definitive Edition aside. Well, I'm not yeah, talking yeah, about that at all. No, but it's not them. When the originals came out, they were probably pretty... I don't know, actually. Yeah. Well, I honestly I don't, don't know. recall. <laughs> Anyways, they have some but of GTA the best... GTA 5 was solid. They have some of the best voice acting dialogue, and they have actual... I think they actually hire people. I'm pretty sure Kenny Loggins is in... Grand Theft Auto. Who's Kenny Loggins? Kenny Loggins is the Danger Zone guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that one. Um, Interesting. That, uh, I didn't know that. I don't know. He's done a bunch That's of awesome. cheesy 90s songs, you know? Yeah. Um, from, like, Top Gun and shit. Right? Yeah. Um, That's really funny. Yeah, I'm pretty sure him. Didn't even know he did voice work. I think Danny McBride is in it, too, maybe. Really? Uh, there's a wow. bunch of people. I thought, That's I, excellent. I thought I heard Leon from Curb Your Enthusiasm. But they may just be people that are doing really good impressions of these characters, right? <laughs> Maybe, yeah. All in all, though, some of the shit, the dialogue in that game is hilarious. Yeah. Um, and just the stuff the NPCs say. Um, mm-hmm. It's great. It's yeah. unlike anything I've ever seen in the game, uh, basically. So, Interesting. Yeah, speaking of terrible dying light yeah. voice acting yeah. and whatnot, this is like the opposite. Yeah. Yeah, so. we'll see. So, I mean, listen, we'll see you next time if I, may, was, if I was able to tear myself away from Diablo 2 or not. Mm-hmm. I feel like probably not. But probably. <laughs> it's really got it took in me deep. Yeah. Well, and I would, I would really love to, to, to play that Paladin more. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was super fun. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, moving on to the news. We've got number one here is PlayStation Plan's new service to take on Xbox Game Pass. Yeah, this was originally uh, off a Bloomberg article by Jason Trier, although it was uh, bandied around several other news websites. So here, I'll just read a little excerpt here. Sony Group Corp's PlayStation division is planning a new subscription service to compete with rival Microsoft's popular Xbox Game Pass. According to people familiar with Sony's plans and documents reviewed by Bloomberg. So that's the part that's a little, you know, sketchy, is that uh, this does sound like 100% rumor. It's, it is rumor and speculation. Mm-hmm. It is by what are what are allegedly extremely reliable sources. Uh, that's currently unconfirmed. Um, but that aside, uh, it's certainly believable that this type of thing would be happening. Right. Um, this, the service is codenamed Spartacus and will allow PlayStation owners to pay a monthly fee for access to a catalog of modern and classic games, said The People who asked not to be identified because they weren't authorized to speak to the press about plans. When it launches, expected in spring, a service will merge Sony's two existing subscription plans, PlayStation Plus and PlayStation Now. Documents reviewed by Bloomberg suggest Sony plans to retain the PlayStation Plus branding but phase out PlayStation Now. Sounds like a great idea. Also mm-hmm. also believable. It is really confusing, the two different services. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Although it's also arguable that Microsoft's is confusing too, right? Because they have Xbox Game Pass and they also have Xbox Live Gold. I have no idea. Like, that's their PlayStation Plus. Okay. You know what I mean? Like, they have two also. Mm. 
Details are not finalized. The documentation reviewed by Bloomberg outlines a service with three tiers. The first would include existing PlayStation Plus benefits, uh, so basically the same as PS Plus currently. Second tier offers a large catalog of PlayStation 4 and eventually PlayStation 5 games. Third tier would add extended demos, game streaming, and a library of classic PS1, 2, 3, and PSP games. Uh, a representative for PlayStation did not immediately respond to a request for comment. So that's pretty much all there is here. Yeah, we'll see. What I do mean, you think? They have I to mean, do something, right? They have to do something. Yeah. I'm surprised that they're kind of giving up on PS Now. I, I really felt like they were... I think they were trying for a long time. And they've... I mean, this is unconfirmed. Like, we don't know this is happening. It seems extremely likely. Mm -hmm. But I'd be surprised because PS Now, I felt like they were really kind of putting all their chips in there. And it wasn't really know. working out super great for them. So good. Know? They should... Cut their losses and move on. Yeah, we'll see. I'm curious to see what's going to happen uh, and whether or not it's going to succeed in competing with. I thought the best uh, the best idea would be to not try and compete with them hmm. personally, but I can see why they would think that they need to. You know, Game Passes. Game Passes is completely insane. I mean, Microsoft's Game Pass. This is again here's an excerpt from the article. Uh, Microsoft's Game Pass, which is often dubbed the Netflix of video games, has more than 18 million subscribers. 18 million. Uh, it allows users to pay between 10 and 15, I believe this is USD, a month for unlimited access to several hundred games. And here's the real problem. Uh, X Xbox has built its overall strategy around this in recent years, putting all of its internally published games on Game Pass as soon as they're released. Uh, Xbox has also made big acquisitions, such as Bethesda Softworks for $7.5 with the goal of bolstering the Game Pass library. And that's really the thing, is that they have bolstered the Game Pass library. Mm -hmm. The Game Pass library is very, very, very good. Mm -hmm. That's the problem. We'll see. We'll see, man. Moving on? Yep. Moving on to number two. Tappy's Humble Burger Farm launch trailer is out. Uh, came out on December 3rd. The game's out now. It's coming out on PS4, Xbox One, PS5, Xbox Series S, uh, and it's available currently. And it is... Uh, there's a twisted launch trailer for the horror adventure cooking sim game. In the game, you will manage the restaurant while fulfilling customer orders, completing daily tasks like unclog toilets, eliminate rodents, and thwart maniacal figures messing with your shift. Uh, commit too many infractions and meet the wrath of Happy the Humble Heifer, an unforgiving mascot ready to tear insubordinate staff apart. Strike back at your evil corporate overlords by uncovering the secrets of New Elysian City's biggest businesses. Happy Humble Burger Farm, Paragon, and Obscura Biotech. Search every inch of the town to regain your memory collecting hidden tapes and scattered research papers. Checking out the seemingly abandoned buildings and empty corners. Nothing is as, as it seems in this devilish metropolis inspired by classic horror tales. I, I don't know what Tell to say. Tell me what you think. I don't know what to say, man. Absolutely nothing? I mean, what the fuck is it's all I've got totally to say. It's totally bonkers, like, right? What the fuck was that? <laughs> I have no idea what we just watched. Like, I mean, awesome if you're into those kind of games, I guess. I just think it looks incredibly weird. It's beyond weird, dude. Yeah. It's beyond weird. It's like, super that was, Yeah. That was... I don't know what kind of drugs people are on these days, but Jesus <laughs> Christ. Like, that was some DMT shit or something. I mean, I Happy's know. Humble Burger Farm. It's hard to forget that the name is pretty iconic, I think. Go check mm -hmm. out the launch trailer. Like, it's just super weird. I saw this and I immediately thought of... That's another game that, speaking of things that I wish I was playing that I'm not, since I got a new computer, I was like, oh, maybe I should check and see if... You know, since it's a powerful computer, maybe I should play a game on it. So I went to I, I went and got Pony Island hmm. that I've talked about a lot, but I've never played because it's it's actually available on the App Store. You don't have to go through Steam. I mostly hate Steam. That's also why I don't I don't okay, like to yeah, do PC enough. games. You know, but the fact that it's being sold individually, I was like, yes, please, that's yeah, fantastic. I'll, I'll try it. But um, yeah, this this made me think of Pony Island, a hmm. similar kind of just just super weird and out there and different. So, yeah, well, you know. it certainly is that. 
if you're looking for a weird cooking sim title with horror adventure first person elements I don't even know the gameplay looks terrible dude like straight terrible like I mean I'm not trying to say that it looks like it's that's not what's interesting about it mm-hmm. right like the gameplay it's looks just awful. so weird it's like, so weird yeah. yeah yeah anyways that's all I got to say about that fair enough it's out there um, on to number three Democrats push bill to outlaw bots from snatching up online goods uh, now I got this off PC mags article I mean, uh, what do you think? I think that's great. Anything, I mean, it, it sounds great anyways, right? Who the hell wants it bots? It sounds great. Who wants bots uh, scrapping up or buying up everything for scalpers, right? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. To me, that I, I think that's great. Yeah, if you can, no, I mean... If you can screw over scalpers, uh, yeah, I'm all for it. I thought that it was a funny article. This is legislation that was introduced by Tonko, Blumenthal, and Schumer uh, originally in November 2019 to stop scalper bots, scalper bots from snatching up in-demand holiday toys from customers, from consumers, excuse me. Uh, since then, the problem has exploded since retailers are largely selling the newest video game consoles online. There's not too much more to say. Uh, what I didn't, what I wasn't able to find out was why uh, the legislation was repealed in the first place. I don't know why they removed it, but they're putting it back, whatever it was. I kind of have a bit of difficulty believing that this will actually do anything. Right. Like, I don't think they can do this. No, you know, but it's much still... much as they'd like to, but... Anything in that direction, I'm all for. Yeah. Uh, so I say, yeah, try, sure. I think that's a good thing. I think scalping is a problem. I think bots shouldn't be able to buy up everything online. Like, yeah. I don't know. I'm yeah. for it. Yeah, same Again, here. I don't same know here. all that much about it other than, yay. <laughs> I don't think at the moment there's too much to know. I mean, yeah. it's called the Stopping Grinch Box Act. I, I, uh, I, I read the article and I was like, okay, like good, yeah, yay. Yeah. Uh, they're going to task the, the US FTC with uh, enforcement. I thought that was kind of funny because it felt like a very much like, we're getting this great idea. Now, here, you guys go figure out how to do it, mm. <laughs> you know, kind of thing. Mm. But um, I suppose that's, that's, that's the norm. I read some of the comments that I thought were kind of funny. I like the way they phrase some of the things. Uh, like, for example, this Tonko character says, Our Grinchbots Act works to level the playing field and prevent scalpers from sucking hardworking parents dry this holiday season. I urge my colleagues to join me in passing this legislation immediately to stop these Grinchbots from stealing the holidays. <laughs> I just, I love the way it's worded. It's hilarious. Yeah, yeah. Some of the comments in the article were, I thought were kind of funny. This gentleman here, crazy how, how people will pass bills for scalping luxury goods that are not necessities, but at the same time let people buy up all the properties and charge outrageous rent prices for just someone to have a roof over their head. Um, there's a bunch of like funny comments. Uh, that would be because that the lawmakers retarded. own like, many that... of those properties. They're torqued off because they're not the ones making the money on the scalp items. There's a bunch of people just sort of like ranting and raving about how like, who cares about this sort of stuff when like all this other stuff is happening. And... Like what I get what they're saying, like it makes sense on some level, but at the same time, you know, you can't, you have to start somewhere, yeah. right? Like you can't stop doing any good just because this isn't dealing with some other issue, right? No. It's like, no, no, no. I this agree is... with you. The scalping is bad. Yeah. You know? I, I don't know anybody other than scalpers that think it's good. Um, and I yeah. don't know any yeah. scalpers, um, yeah. but I yeah. can only imagine they're okay with it. I've seen some. It would be great if like you I did s- because I feel maybe like I they saw an article that was, <laughs> that was trying to sort of paint them in a better light. Okay. Uh, ages ago. That would be it, tough to... That's a tough yeah, sell. Yeah, I was yeah. like, what the fuck? <laughs> nah, man. Um, <laughs> no, go fuck yourself. I don't care that you have kids too. Like, go fuck yourself. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, listen, I'm with you. It was yeah. an article talking about how much money, uh, uh, you know, how, how good it made so many people's Christmases because they were able to get presents for that. That's some fucking nonsense, you know? Yeah. Like, uh, yeah. And it was just like, no. Like, I'm not... No. I'm not okay with scalpers. Listen, man, I really wish I could go and get a, a PS5. PS5, me too. Right? Like, Absolutely. So, yeah, I, I am uh, all, I'm all for this anti-scalper anti, anti uh, scalper, scalper bot 
mm -hmm. legislation, the anti-Grinch. I can't remember what they call it now. The yeah, I'm just uh, I don't bots. know. Yeah, I don't know what it will, what else it could do. You know, it, it could force. I mean, they would have to force companies to introduce um, measures to actually stop the scalpers, mm -hmm. right? Like that's more or less what it's kind of. The, I think I think that's the problem is that like you need to get the. In most cases, I think you kind of need to get the companies to play ball mm -hmm. in order to make this happen. Right, yeah. and they don't give a shit because they're just making money, Absolutely. hand over fist. Yep. Right, and why would they care? You know, like of course they don't care where the money comes from. They just want to make the money. Mm -hmm. You know, so it's like, it. I don't. Yeah, it may be tricky getting these these bodies to interact in a way that will. Yeah, and know, even if you do, you know, like uh, two per customer or something, they're just gonna get Smurfs to go and <laughs> yeah, <laughs> give them fifty bucks to send with them and buy two. You know, I mean, they'll right? they'll figure out a way. Yeah, wherever yeah. they put regulations, people figure out a way to <laughs> totally, totally, you know, wiggle their way out. And, but still, I mean, it is kind of a, this is kind of a now problem. Yeah. The whole, I, the whole thing about scalper bots, it's yeah, like, yeah, it's kind absolutely. of nice to see them trying to, absolutely you know, trying at least to address it. Absolutely. Even if it fails. I'm with <laughs> so you. We'll so that, that tweet was just, or comment was just ridiculous. Like, I mean, I don't want to talk too much about it because I, I, I do get where those people are coming from. Like, the, like, those arguments do somewhat make sense to me. But at the same time, you know, you can't just not handle other stuff because there's bigger issues, right? Like, oh, I'm with you. You can't stop. You know what I mean? Like, but I mean, again, it's like, I, I get it in terms of like BlackRock and buying up all that shit. Like, um, that's, that's bad news. They're like, that is clearly bad. But uh, that's the only one I can think of. And probably some, uh, there probably are some firms that do it, you know? Um, mm -hmm. Just, I'm sure there's a ton. You know? Again, I don't think it's one person doing it, you know? I think what they're trying to say here, though, is just that rent prices are a problem, right? Where? I don't know. And all here? over the world? Yeah. I mean, it's a valid point. It just doesn't necessarily have much to do with scalping PS5s. Nothing at I mean, all. That, that's that's yeah. what I'm saying, that, right? Yeah. Like, anyways, uh, moving on? Yep. All right, moving on to number four. Sons of the Forest official... I'm really excited about this one. Mm -hmm. Sons of the Forest official release date trailer uh, released. That doesn't make any sense. Sons of the Forest official release date trailer has come out. Uh, this came out November 30th. Uh, and the official release date is currently May 20th on PC. Uh, nothing announced at the moment for uh, console console platforms, but uh, given the history of the forest on PlayStation, in particular on PlayStation, I think that there is no question that it's going to come to PlayStation. It's yeah. just a question of when. Yeah. Um, the forest has actually, I mean, we've talked about this before, but it has been one of the most consistently highest selling games on PSN download list every month for like forever. Hmm, that's I right. I remember that now. I think it still is. I mean, I, listen, it's been a while since I checked, mm -hmm. but I'm pretty sure I remember hearing someone listing off titles again recently and like being like the forest was there again. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, it's, it's insane how much how much traction it, it gets on PlayStation. I don't know why. Nobody yeah, knows why. why. Uh, maybe End Night Games knows why, but they're not talking. You know. But um, so it's for sure going to come to PlayStation. I would think. I don't think anyone should worry about that. Um, yeah, I don't know. What do you think? Trailer looks cool. Um, looks creepy as fuck, actually. And yeah. It looks a little more action-y than the first. I was impressed. Yeah, it looks very more action I didn't than play the first. that much of the first, though. We only played that one time, I believe. I suppose, huh? Uh, yeah, I, you didn't get uh, I get played one other time, I think. And yeah. That was it. I really didn't put in much time. Very cool. Um, yeah. Well worth the money. Yeah. And, uh, sure. and this looks good, too. This must be on a strong-ass PC or like a... I guess. A dev yeah. kit or something. I think it looks amazing. It, it does. But I don't think it's will on PS4. Oh, that's fine. I mean, I'm I don't sure mind still if look it looks, fine, you know, but if it looks slightly worse than this, yeah, I'm that's, sure that's no no big deal, you know. Hmm. Like this does look gorgeous. No, this like, looks like unreal. No, it's a very nice trailer. 
it's interesting cool. interesting game for sure and i'm curious what yeah what happens yeah i can't wait to play this game i'm like really 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 excited yeah the forest was really a, that was a surprise for me yeah that was a yeah. really surprising experience yeah like I, I i kind of i had seen the game a lot before i played it and i like i knew something about it but i kept always thinking when i saw stuff of it just being like it's probably not as good as it looks mm-hmm. you know what i mean mm-hmm. like and yeah that was really a shocker when i finally played that and i'm i'm super psyched to see that this has like a lot of gun combat yeah and, yeah like, right. much more advanced uh, cattle prod there like. like all kinds of stuff yeah that's head awesome. on a spike and come on <laughs> head on a spike to discourage cannibals Oh man, it's it looks super cool. It does. Yeah, yeah. I can't wait to play this game. Yeah, I'm really excited. Guess that's all there's to say about it, man. Pretty much, yeah. yeah. Keep your eyes out for the Sons of the Forest. I mean, I'm sad that we have to wait so long. I was I was sort of thinking that since it's been in development for so long, maybe it'll be really soon. But listen, May is not that bad. No. You know, I guess the question is how how long it takes to come to PlayStation after that. Yeah. But yeah. for that, we'll see. You know, and hey, it's another Canadian developer. Hey. And Night Games Vancouver, I believe, if I'm not mistaken. Uh-huh. So that's awesome. All right. So on to number five. CD Projekt is scaling back Cyberpunk 2077 support to work on expansion. I'm getting this off IGN's article, uh, although IGN is getting it off uh, CD Projekt's Q3 2021 earnings report, which is available on the internet for anyone to see. Uh, Now, I unfortunately did not have time to... I was going to internet sleuth this article fully and see if I could find any mention anywhere of any multiplayer Mm -hmm. at all. I didn't have time to do that. Um, but I did, I, I, I took a really quick look through it, and I don't really think there's anything yeah, too crazy here. I don't think there's any, uh, I don't think there's going to be any Witcher multiplayer either. I think they were referring to Gwent, because they, they are working on Gwent. Right? It's again unclear. They're, that's what they said. Yes, in the, uh, yes. They're yes. going to be continuing on that. But they've also stated officially that they, quote unquote, I believe it is, want to bring multiplayer to all of our franchises eventually, mm-hmm. is the official uh, you know company line. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> but I mean, they claim to have uh, multiplayer in uh, The Witcher from that last report, right? Yeah, because of yeah. Gwent. Yeah, so totally. if that's what totally. they mean, maybe they'll have some little side game in Cyberpunk that uh, is multiplayer. Maybe, maybe. And they can go fuck themselves. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, so I, I thought this was an interesting article because, um, sorry, the article is not that interesting, but the earnings report was fascinating because I didn't realize I haven't been thinking about a Cyberpunk expansion. Mm-hmm. So this actually, like, they've actually stated that they're going to dial back work on the uh, currently out game itself. Um, they apparently they're still on track for their you know PS5 and Xbox One native, uh, sorry Xbox Series X native versions. Yeah. yeah. Right. Um, so those are still on track for I believe it's is it Q2? Yeah, Q2 2022. Sorry, Q1 and Q Q2. Cyberpunk's Q1, Witcher is Q2. They're dialing back so that they can switch over switch gears to working on the expansion, so that we know that there's a Cyberpunk expansion coming. That's interesting. Uh, we have absolutely no idea what it's going to be. Uh, it's unclear if this is going to be just a story expansion uh, or if it's going to be... Is it even going to be a media expansion? Like, is it going to be a big thing with story that costs money? Is it going to be just a bunch of cosmetic stuff? We've had some minor cosmetic stuff already. Um, and then again, this IGN article is speculating that it, it could even, in theory, be multiplayer stuff. That mm. is technically true. You know, I don't think it's going to be, mm. but I'm curious. Yeah. I don't know. I'm curious to see what they think they... What they want to do in Cyberpunk now that they think will be useful for people. Until there is an online, I don't give a shit about Cyberpunk. Sure. Um, Or The Witcher, for that matter. Okay. Um, Until they do anything... I mean, yeah, even if they put out a new game, I don't give a shit. Yeah. Um, Like, I I want co-op in both of those games. Yeah. Um, Yeah. And I'll play them. 
Well, I, I really felt like uh, the, what they said about um, the fact that they were aiming to bring multiplayer to all their franchises eventually, I really felt like that was indicating that they they wanted to do it for Witcher also. Mm -hmm. It's just a question of when they'll be able to. Yeah, you know? fair enough. But um, that's the impression that I got, at least. Um, but I mean, if they do it in 10 years, who really cares, right? I guess, yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, I'm never going to fucking play it again. Yeah. On no, a, fair point, on fair a point. PlayStation 8? Yeah, oh yeah, we finally added multiplayer <laughs> to uh, Cyberpunk. Oh, maybe uh, it'll be like GTA, GTA Online. You know? Yeah, exactly. Maybe. Three, three generations. Yeah, I mean, listen, they also they, they got Molasses Flood too, right? So we mm. still don't know what Molasses Flood is up to. Maybe we'll find out soon. They sound you know? slow. <laughs> they only acquired them like was it two months ago? A month uh, ago? I don't know, Molasses? Hey, you want to move <laughs> But it's a Molasses Flood. Oh, wow. Well. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, anyways, that's that's pretty much all I have to say about that. Fair enough. Um, I, I put this right alongside another article that I just thought was hilarious uh, because they well, also this matters. This matters. <laughs> this is important to the world of games and um, actually just the world. Period. It's not they, even about video games. They reveal the Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven wristwatch uh, that incorporates Dude. blockchain technology. If you don't get it, you're not cool. Okay. <laughs> this thing is like five hundred dollars, too. You're kidding me. No, I'm not, not at all. Is it, I mean, I, I hope I'm not getting that wrong, but I'm pretty sure it's $500. This makes me hate them so much more. Oh, dude. I was like, what? Yeah, it's 499 USD. Dude. Um, so they got a Cyberpunk 2077 watch coming. It has all these fancy specs and, like, the article is an IGN article I was getting this off. It listed all the, like, materials it was used to make it. All things that are completely meaningless to me. I'm just like, whatever. It's strong. I get it. Okay. Um, and, like... As far I as I can it's tell, as good as like you know, watch company watches. It's um, a regular watch. Yeah, like it doesn't do anything special. But what it's would make just them good a watch? At it? You know, what would make that a better watch than an actual watch company? You know? Well, the, it is. I think it is, it is a watch company. Is it not? Yeah, they're they're teaming up with. I mean, I don't know the pedigree of this company, but they're teaming up with Bloney Watches. Okay, to yeah. release it. So fair enough. I mean, I, it is. I think a a watch company that's sounds like Bloney to me has been around more than like a few weeks, but I don't know. It might be. Yeah. What's it called again? Bloney Watches. Yeah, it it's a like, really weird name. Yeah, it sounds like Bologna to me. <laughs> it does sound like Bologna. <laughs> All that to say, I just thought this was funny because it's so ridiculous. When I saw these articles together, I was kind of like, well, it's nice to see that they're putting all their resources in the right places, right? Absolutely. But instead of giving me multiplayer, they're investing in you a can buy a watch line of extremely fancy uh, designer watches. Like, so, it's dude, not even an Apple Watch, no, too, but right? Seriously, though, like, what fucking year do they think we're in? Um, I don't know, man. Like, what? Who has a watch besides Apple Watch, which has some popularity, but not that much? I haven't seen a watch on somebody's wrist that wasn't like some. I don't know, street tough with multiple watches on, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and it has nothing to do with telling the time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, fair enough. <laughs> They're just showing off their bling. And I don't know, like, man. Yeah. I don't even know if they can read no, the hands on a clock. It's a little weird. It's a little weird. Uh, moving on? Yep. Moving on to number six. Valve reportedly working on a Half-Life shooter strategy game tailored for Steam Deck. This is off an IGN article, but the IGN article got this off... Now, this is just rumor and speculation. IGN got it off reports made by Valve News Network content creator Tyler McVicker. So this is just a YouTube streamer, basically. Hmm. Um, and he's just, uh, he's got this channel. Uh, I tried to check the veracity of, of his, uh, his stuff a little bit before I came over here. And I can't tell. It seems like people definitely don't think he's like a total hack or anything. Okay. Um, but whether or not there's been any actual seriously reputable sort of rumors that have been corroborated from his channel, I'm not 100% positive. So this is, this is firmly in the realm of, uh, of speculation and rumor. Uh, but according to McVicker, Citadel, which is the name of this, this new game that Steam is working on, Citadel... There's already a Citadel out there. That's so 
Well, it's just a code name. Oh, okay. I mean, it's, it's not, not going to be gonna the... released under. So here's what he's saying: Valve is reportedly working on an upcoming Half-Life shooter strategy game, code name Citadel. Code name. Code name that will be tailored for play on the Steam Deck. Um, as detail and video uploaded to his YouTube channel, Citadel will be an FPS RTS co-op game based on the Half-Life franchise. According to McVicker, Citadel will have a style akin to what you might expect if Left 4 Dead, Alien Swarm, an RTS, and Half-Life were all having a baby. Yet this project is, is uh, while this project is yet to be officially announced by Valve, Valve, McVicker says the game is being designed with the Steam Deck in mind due to how the game is supposed to be controlled. Now, there was a comment on the IGN article because Valve actually provided IGN with a comment about the reported Half-Life shooter strategy game. Uh, the update's from November 30th. Here's the quote. It's good to view Valve News Network content creator Tyler McVicker's coverage with a healthy dose of skepticism. We think it's important to reiterate that while Tyler is a passionate gamer, he has no inside information about what goes on at Valve. As you know, any important announcements on projects that we are or aren't working on will come directly from us. Yeah, no shit. End quote. <laughs> <laughs> so... So basically, just don't listen to this fucking guy. Pretty much. All right. Yeah, well, yeah. No, um, I mostly just wanted to bring this up because I just thought the idea of a Half-Life FPS RTS co-op hybrid would be fucking awesome. That combination <laughs> sounded so ridiculous and yeah. good. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm like, down. People have been clamoring for a new Half-Life game for forever. I mean, we got Alex. It is reportedly, from what I understand, pretty good. Okay. Uh, I kind of wish I could play it, but I don't have a, I don't have a VR deck. setup. Right? Uh, no, you just need, it's a VR game. Oh. Okay. Yeah, yeah, that, that's see. why. It's one of those few VR games that's like for VR by VR. Yeah. Like it's yeah, actually yeah, yeah. designed for the system, you know, which is, uh, which is always. Cool. Yeah, yeah. And by the guys who made Half Life, an actual Half Life game in the franchise. And it's right. pretty exciting, you know. Uh, I would love to play this game. I hope that it comes to fruition. Yeah. Uh, we'll I mean, it sounds really cool. It sounds extremely cool. Yeah. And some people think this guy, like, this. IGN thinks this guy is important enough to warrant making a new story about it. So, Meh. who knows? Yep. You know, who knows? Yeah. Uh, well, I think that's all we've got for this week. So, um, do you have any closing comments, Steve? Stay classy, San Diego. <laughs> you stay human, Dying Light. <laughs> and uh, I guess we'll see you next time. Yeah, have a good one. All right, bye for now, everyone.